0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Monday, December 13th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines: Bay Delta plan still evolving. $12 million added for DMC and California and Biden to meet with Manchin. More work ahead on Bay Delta plan and VAs. The State Water Board held an informational hearing last week on the Newsom administration's decision to move forward with its first phase of the 2018 Bay Delta Water Quality Control Plan. Staff presented several complex options the board could choose to take that could adjust environmental flows from 30 to 50 percent based on species needs. Yet the board was receptive to potentially incorporating a form of voluntary agreements in the plan at some point. The flow objectives, however, were the central issue for the Merced Irrigation District. Tom Burlader, an attorney representing the district, told the board the voluntary agreements began as a conversation about both flows and habitat restoration But the administration held firm at a 40% commitment for unimpaired flows. Berliner said the South of Delta contractors representing large farming districts presented several options for compromise which have been rejected with no meaningful guidance on how to improve. It is very difficult to negotiate with people who have put nothing on the table, said Berliner adding that the plan also fails to address disadvantaged communities that depend on agriculture. Environmental groups praised the board and administration for moving forward in the plan. They pushed for emergency actions to implement unimpaired flows next year rather than the proposed 2023 timeline. USDA adds $12 million for dairy margin coverage in California. USDA is issuing payments this week for dairy producers enrolled in dairy margin coverage. Farm Service Agency added another $12.4 million for California producers. This came from adjusting the feed cost calculation from 100% premium alfalfa pay down to 50% to determine the monthly margin. Payments are retroactive to the start of 2020. Payments to California producers for January to October this year total $98 million. Biden to appeal to Manchin. President Biden is meeting with Senator Joe Manchin, the West Virginia Democrat, this week and a bid to address the key lawmakers' concerns about the administration's Build Back a Better bill. Even before the latest inflation numbers were released on Friday, Manchin has repeatedly raised concerns that the legislation would worsen inflation. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki said Biden will convey to Manchin, quote, that what we need to do now is think about what we're going to do about rising costs. What is our plan to address rising costs? By the way, the Congressional Budget Office on Friday released its new cost estimate for the bill's agriculture provisions as revised in the Senate. The Ag Committee is adding more than $2 billion in funding for conservation technical assistance to the bill, plus more money for ag research. CBO says the provisions would authorize $94.4 billion in spending, but Estimates that $89.4 billion of that would likely be spent over the 10-year window allowed by the legislation. For more on this week's D.C. agenda, then read our Washington Week Ahead at agripulse.com. Farmers taking action to reduce nutrient pollution, Group says. A report issued ahead of this week's meeting of the Hypoxia Task Force highlights state and federal efforts to reduce nitrogen and phosphorus that makes its way to the Gulf of Mexico from the Mississippi River. The task force, a state-federal partnership seeking to reverse a trend of plummeting levels of dissolved oxygen in the Gulf of Mexico, is meeting to hear progress reports from states and an update from EPA on its nutrient reduction strategy. The Agriculture Nutrient Policy Council, which includes numerous trade associations among its members, issued the report to draw attention to what farmers in the Mississippi River Basin are doing as a part of state nutrient reduction strategies. Examples include $23 million dollars invested in Illinois since 2013 on farmer-led research on best management practices and 110,000 acres enrolled in Indiana's 4R certification program which encourages farmers to employ conservation strategies when applying fertilizer. Another recent report from Field to Market notes that more than 1.5 million tons of nitrogen enter the Gulf of Mexico via the Mississippi River every year, with the majority of the excess nutrients coming from agriculture fields. Data from 2015 to 2020 does not show improvement, according to the report. Laura Lurkins, Director of Natural and Environmental Resources at the Illinois Farm Bureau and the ANPC president, said, The state and federal governments and land-grant universities have done great work on the basin, but we also want to highlight the fact that farmers across the basin should be empowered as they continue down this path. Meat industry to President Biden. We're not taking the blame. The meat and poultry industry is pushing back against White House claims that consolidation in meat processing is a major factor behind higher food prices. Supermarket prices have risen 6.4% over the past 12 months, that according to the November Consumer Price Index. Overall inflation is at 6.8%, the highest rate for a 12-month period in 39 years. The White House, seeking to limit the political fallout from the inflation number, said Friday that a quarter of the increase in grocery prices was due to increased prices for meat. The White House National Economic Council says increases in meat prices are not just the natural consequences of supply and demand in a free market. They are also the result of corporate decisions to take advantage of their market power in an uncompetitive market to the detriment of consumers, farmers, and ranchers, and the economy. But the meat industry says the price increases are due to strong consumer demand and notes the industry has been concentrated for a long time. Demand is outpacing supply. It's Economics 101, said Mike Brown. He's president of the National Chicken Council. Well, here's today's He Said It. Keep sharpening those pencils. That State Water Board member, Sean McGuire, encouraging stakeholders to continue working on voluntary agreements. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Monday, December 13th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jack Dowling.